Welcome to Marvelicious Toys. Hosted by Justin and his amazing friends, Arnie and Marjorie. We bring you news and reviews of Marvel toys, statues, and more. Because not all Marvel collections can be bagged and boarded. They're not just toys, they're Marvelicious. Hello and welcome to another issue of Marvelicious Toys. This is issue number 73 and I'm Marjorie. And I'm Arnie. And I am Justin. Big show for you today. Got a lot of product reviews, so we'll just kick it off with... The Spectacular Store Report. Lego people, get ready. And people who don't want Iron Man 3 spoilers, crawl under a rock. (laughs) (laughs) New Legos are going to hit stores on the 7th. There's three new Lego sets for Iron Man 3, and they are spoilerific. Hmm. Even more so than what Hasbro and the pop vinyl have spoiled? Well, we don't know that the pop vinyl has spoiled anything. That's speculation. And Hasbro hasn't necessarily spoiled anything. This recreates three scenes from the movie, one of which is in the trailer, the scene where Tony's Malibu dream house gets rocketed by the chopper. But there's two other scenes, including what I believe is the final battle scene represented in Lego form. Hmm. Yeah, it was restricted at Toy Fair. They wouldn't let us see it, remember? Right. And another licensee specifically couldn't talk about one of their products when I asked if it tied into the Legos because it seemed to be depicting the same thing. Interesting. So if you want to go in completely spoiler free, avoid the Lego aisle. But me, I'm probably going to hold off on these. Legos aren't too hard to get as long as you get them while they're out. And again, I'm trying to either save for a sale. But last year, they had that free Hulk if you bought so much merchandise at the Lego store. Just in case they do something like that again later this year, I'm going to hold off on these Lego sets. Do you ever find the time to build your Lego sets? <laughs> That's not a slam or anything. I just You're so busy with everything else. I know how long it takes to sit down and do a Lego. It's either you do and you never sleep or no. I don't know. I keep looking for the time, but I do not find it. <laughs> here's the here's the truth of it someday i'll find the time because i won't have a podcast so the listeners will never know what it was like for me to build it <laughs> well you know what maybe we have a solution here because i do sometimes find the time to build legos but i never have any place to put them once i'm finished so i tell you what send them to me i'll build them i'll send them back to you and you can display them does that mean you get all the fun of stepping on the little legos and cussing Well, there's always extras in the bag, so you'll get those back and you can just sprinkle them on the floor. Here's what I'll agree to. If you can do those alternate build things where you're like, it could be a chopper or it could be a giant Godzilla robot, but we're only going to give you instructions for the chopper. (laughs) If I could do that, I'd be working for Lego. (laughs) I always feel like they're teasing me with the back of the box. Like, Figure it out. Also at Target... Our photo editor, Jeff, spotted something very kind of fun in the Easter aisle. Again, another scale of little plastic figures in Spider-Man eggheads. (laughs) These seem very British. (laughs) (laughs) Just in the here's a toy with a toy or a surprise inside of it type of way. I don't know. What do you what do you think? Is it just Easter marketing? 
I personally love the idea of chocolate with a toy inside. Best of both worlds at a dollar a piece with 12 to collect. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I imagine we're going to have to go to Target, aren't we? Sugar high. <laughs> You'll have to let me know how quality the chocolate is because it's it's sharing a price point with a toy. <laughs> Yeah, but we just had this discussion that that cheap-ass Easter chocolate is, like, the best chocolate. You know, it has that kind of weird flavor. It's not like milk chocolate. It's different. But here's the thing. It's not sharing the price point with the toy. It's sharing the price of a toy because you get a chocolate egg that you open. And inside that chocolate egg is a plastic egg, like Russian nesting dolls. And you open the plastic egg, and inside that is one of 12 blind-packaged figures. (laughs) All for under a dollar. I'm going to have to eat a lot of crappy candy, aren't I? I was about to ask how many team members you have. Can you give them all the eggs and ask them all to to collect the toys at the end? I've got some people that could probably do that. Okay. (laughs) We'll call that our control group. We'll see if the chocolate has ill effects. (laughs) And make sure you explain to them that there is a toy in there, because you're not going to want to get the toy if they forget about it. Yes. If you catch my drift. I'm not digging through in base poo. There you go. And then while I was doing my grocery shopping last week, I was at a local store called Schnooks, and they're a Midwestern regional store. I think they're in like two or three states in the Midwest. They're the Winn-Dixie of the Midwest. Are they? I don't know. It's okay. good. Sounds good. You're right. Or the Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> it's the kind of upscale Tony grocery store. But they had this huge rack of Marvel reusable shopping bags for a dollar. So I bought one of each. There were five. They're the Avengers plus Spider-Man. Because, you know, Spider-Man's got to get in there somehow because he's a whore, darling. (laughs) Those look like some pretty decent art. That's the thing that got me is I don't know that these are tremendous quality, but they're really colorful and good representations of the characters. And it doesn't feel like art I've seen a thousand times before. It's not the standard jankity clip art that we get. Yeah. And a dollar is a great price because you can get these kinds of bags at Toys R Us, but they want three bucks for the bag. No, yeah. At a dollar, go ahead and buy all five. Why not? I like that they went with individual, like, hero shots of characters rather than what we've been seeing a lot of lately where it's, like, slamming as many of the characters into one piece of art all at once. Yeah, it feels like there's some montage pieces that I've seen in, like, puzzles that deals and on little pull carts and kids play pens and all kinds of things. Yeah. By going with this individual art, I think they went the right way and it's also environmentally safe. I think they're very close to outlawing those disposable plastic bags in our state. Hmm. So it's either use these or drop your soda on the way to the car. (laughs) Did buy one thing this week that I can hold up loud and proud. The Diamond Select Venom figure. It is glorious. It is awesome. You should own this. And admittedly, I've already said Venom is my sweet spot, but they really knocked it out of the park on this one with the different heads and the articulation. Great, great figure. Now, here comes the $22 question. How many are you going to need to own? One. Because there's at least four different ways to display them. (laughs) Justin, (laughs) let's not have this conversation, okay? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, there's multiple ways to display him, and I can keep it rotated. But this Venom has to be the single most accessory-laden diamond select I've bought to date. This thing has what feels like an infinite number of display options. It has accessories and alternate heads and hands 
that really, I would put on par with a hot toy more than a Diamond Select. I mean, we've got three heads. We've got the smiling Venom head. We've got the Flash Thompson half-showing Venom head. Then we've got the mouth-open, tongue-out Venom head. But the tongue is removable there. So you can just have a mouth-open, green, salivating, gonna-eat-your-brains Venom head. And then the hands, it's got the distended claw hands. Or you can swap those out for regular fists. And then you've got all these heads on the back, and the heads on the back actually have two extra arms, so he has four arms going. And that is perhaps one of the best design features I've seen on a Diamond Select figure, because I was really worried, is it going to leave a big peg in his back? That entire back piece that consists of the two extra arms and all those extra little venom heads is molded to sit on top of his shoulders and actually molded to the sculpture of the musculature on his back. So when you remove it, it doesn't even look like it should be there. And when it's on, it is seamless. It is absolutely perfect. It looks like a piece of the figure. The only minor accommodation this figure makes is that it even has two more arms. You could have Venom with up to six arms here, two more sprouting out of his forearms. And there are little peg holes in the forearms to allow these extra two arms to go on. But those are the only peg holes in the Venom for all of these different combinations, but you take the different fists, the different heads, tongue in, tongue out, two arms, four arms, six arms. Yeah, there's just a lot of display options with this figure, and that's a really impressive thing. Actually, I don't like the mini head Venom. I don't know. It reminds me, it looks like a plant attack, kind of. It's cool, but I would never display it. I just like, I'm going to eat your brain Venom. Yeah, I can see that. Personally, there's only like two of those that I would see myself displaying. You know, you got your regular Venom and then maybe the the symbiote coming off of him a little bit, Venom. Yeah, that one's kind of nice. I just, I like the one with all the tongue. But all the little heads just kind of don't work for me. I don't know what issue that's from, I suppose, is part of the problem. I don't remember Venom having a whole bunch of mini Venoms. But I do like the big tongue head the best. The half symbiote head is my second favorite. It's certainly, actually the half symbiote head may be the one I like best, but it's not the one I display most because it's so specific. But they did such a good job on the sculpt of it that I feel that's the one I admire most. Now, did you order that and have it delivered or was that something you were able to pick up at your local comic shop? Local comic shop, the guy now has subscribed me to this Marvel Select line, and any of the re-releases they do, I just let him know. $20, no sales tax, no shipping. Nice. Yeah, because I, I swing by a couple of the comic shops around town here this week, and none of them have gotten them in yet, so I was kind of wondering if I was wrong on the release date, or maybe they just didn't get them in. This guy ordered a full case of them, and now sometimes he's stuck with them. He's still sitting on, like, two Captain Marvels, a Chitauri, and a Hula Hulk. But he sold out of a full case of the Venom in the first day. Eee, see, that's the other thing I didn't take into consideration. Maybe these are so popular that they went, came and went already. Yeah, because normally I don't have to pre-order with him, but I missed out on one of the figures. I missed out on the Storm, because she sold out the first day. And so since then, I've been telling him to hold him back for me. And he's one of those guys, it's the real douchey type of comic store. 
this isn't the good comic store I go to. The good comic store I go to does, and where I have all my comics pulled, they don't really carry much in the way of new toys. This is this dirty, skeevy comic shop that the last time I was there, a guy had taken a cab to get there because his car was broke down. He couldn't afford to fix it, but he needed his comics and toys. <laughs> it's called High Priorities Comics and Collectibles. And the cabbie that drove him there was like, you want the bar on 11th, right? No, no, the comics bookstore across the street from the bar. Not the bar, not the bar. You're taking a cab to a comic store? Yeah. And then when he, when I was there, he was waiting for the cab to pick him up. The cab was circling the bar parking lot looking for the person they were supposed to pick up. But it was raining. He didn't want to get his comics wet, so he just stood there and let the cab drive away. So this is the kind of comic store I'm dealing with. It's across the street from a skeevy, skeevy bar. And a laundry mat, too. And it's the kind of comic store that when I first go in, the guy is intentionally rude and wants me to leave without buying things. I don't understand that business model. But once you're a regular, he's your best friend and will give you, like, big discounts on all sorts of things. Hmm. He's offering me bishojos for 55 no shipping no tax i don't know how he gets away with this no tax stuff folks <laughs> he builds it into the price maybe i think that's what he's doing is he puts it in the price <laughs> well now that we've lost a couple listeners from your hometown <laughs> <laughs> yeah why don't we move on to other stuff in our sales to astonish i may have to get marjorie some new pajamas why am i the foil but these pajamas are amazing not really and they have amazing low prices they're 60 dollars what those amazing low prices on the page (laughs) 60 dollar pajamas huh and they're not even you know like oh my god i can't believe you paid 60 dollars for that it's so tiny 60 dollars but here's the thing. These aren't just pajamas. These are footy pajamas for adults. It's the next step after a Snuggie is to go to full footed hooded flannel pajamas. What? Oh, and it's got a roo pouch. A what? A roo pouch in the front. Oh, pockets? A kangaroo pouch. Yeah. Does it have the butt flap? It does not have the butt flap, but it does have a left shoulder pocket perfect for your iPhone, ready to rock out when you are. Yeah, without the butt pouch, that means you're stripping naked if you have to use the bathroom. (laughs) I love the only picture of a woman in this entire thing that I can see, and she looks so pissed off to be in that outfit. (laughs) She's in the Hulk one. Yeah, and her buddy's punching her in the head. Which is what you have to do before somebody will wear this. <laughs> Domestic abuse is not funny, but with footy pajamas... It suddenly it is. It suddenly becomes a little bit funny. Oh, wait, no. If you click on the Spider-Man one, there's a hot blonde in Spider-Man footy pajamas. Oh, yep. There we go. And they still don't look sexy. No. These look exactly like something my grandma would have made when I was a kid. <laughs> They kind of do, don't they? Oh, yeah. The the patterns on here look like something that you just pick up at SoFro Fabric Store or whatever. And <laughs> I remember SoFro Fabric. Me too. <laughs> my grandma used to make some rockin' cowboy shirts for my brother with fabric from there. Oh, yeah. With snap buttons? Oh, of course. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, the patterns on them aren't even that great. You know, they're just repeated clip arty type of things forget that guys they're, they're footed pajamas for adults 
Right. So why didn't they take the opportunity to do like full on underoo style things? You know, give me an Iron Man looking suit. Well, what's funny is like on on the Star Trek version, because they have Star Trek ones, they're the uniform. That makes a lot more sense. It does, doesn't it? Justin, I hear what you're saying. And yet I feel if they had a Deadpool one, your tune would be sung differently. (laughs) (laughs) It was a Deadpool outfit. Yes. Deadpool clip art. Mm, a strong maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't even notice. They have these for Star Wars, Star Trek, DC Comics, and Kiss, the band. Oh, <laughs> oh they're lame, too. Yeah, but look at the gadunkadunk on that woman in the pink. They have the butt flap on the Kiss ones. That has the butt flaps, yeah. Are you sure ours don't have the butt flap? Yeah, because they have a separate drop seat hoodie. I guess Kiss is why you, you need the drop seat hoodie with Kiss. <laughs> They totally did it right on the Star Trek. That's what they should have done with the heroes. I find myself watching Star Trek footy pajamas. <laughs> uh, no, we're going to get some Garfield footy pajamas. And we're going to hate Mondays and love lasagna. Oh, it's not the outfit, though. If it was the outfit, I'd look like Lane Meyer from Better Off Dead. <laughs> <laughs> Just watched that movie last week. Awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. They have those kinds of outfits. If you click costumes, you could be a fuzzy frog, a gray mouse, a monkey, a pink giraffe. I'm not going to make a comment about the woman in the pink giraffe outfit. A cheetah, a tiger, or a tuxedo-wearing guy. <laughs> That's, That's Andy. formal nightwear. <laughs> it's sexy. I'll tell you, any guy that shows up at my house in that, well, you know. <laughs> We're closing the door. Exactly. <laughs> Well, jumpinjammers.com. Call us when you decide to do Iron Man or Deadpool or Hulk character pajamas. All right. Let's talk stuff a little bit more our listener speed. First of all, Minimates have announced their next box set of four is going to be Strange Tales based on the Doctor Strange comic. And it is going to have a great setup. You're going to get a 70s style fro wearing shades sporting blade. Oh, yeah. You can practically hear the shaft theme with that figure. <laughs> Shut your. Then you get Morbius, the living vampire, because vampires were too demonic to actually put in comics. He had to go through this rigmarole. He's a living vampire. <laughs> And then Jack Russell, the werewolf by night in full werewolf mode. So those will be out in April. And as with most Minimate sets, come with a ton of different hands and accessories. Then the biggest news, which is actually a couple weeks old, but just wanted to give it some time to talk about. Justin, are you familiar with the company 3A? I am only because they were the ones a couple years ago that got me excited about the prospect of six inch star Wars figures when they were rumored to have a couple prototypes at their booth at comic-con. And so I did some research on them and it turns out that they do quite a bit of stuff. They have some really cool sculpted figures and through a couple different lines and they have these like garbage can or junkyard type of robots that I think are their own creation, which are pretty cool. Well, I found out about 3A because of Jacob, who hosts Now Playing Podcast with us. He did Star Wars Action News, and he's just into these 3A figures, the unique styles there. 
when he found out that they might do Star Wars, he, of course, was all excited about it. And they did have prototypes there, but Hasbro shut them down real fast. Mm-hmm. But these these are expensive, highly articulated, highly collectible figures. I mean, you want to talk about chase and rarity. There are certain figures that he would just make 25 of. And the first 25 people to get to his booth each day at Comic-Con got them. And Jacob would sit outside the con for hours and then you'd say, did you get it? No, go try again tomorrow and it's a different figure tomorrow but he has to sit out there and try again he's like yeah i got one i mean just crazy collectability and yet this kind of scares me and excites me because they're now going to be doing one six scale marvel figures now that's the same scale as a hot toy but if you've seen 3a's product you know this is going to be totally different style totally different look and they're going after the basic comic series look not anything from the movies Yeah, these could be incredibly awesome and incredibly expensive. And like you said, incredibly hard to get your hands on, too. But this is just an announcement at this point, right? We haven't seen any leaked images or any idea of what they might look like. I'm wondering if they might be faithful because I did find a website, actionfigurepics.com, that scored a picture of the Stormtrooper prototype they had at San Diego Comic-Con. And it looks movie accurate. So maybe these will look very comic accurate. At the one-sixth scale, looking at some of their other one-sixth scale pieces, I think we're looking at between 200 and 300 a figure. Yikes. Sounds like the type of thing where if you are going to get into it, it's either because, A, you're a 3A fan or you're going after a piece for a character that you're super into. Yeah, I completely agree. Now, I'm not sure where this news came from. I could not confirm it. But on our Facebook wall, one of our listeners did post, so I'm going to classify this clearly in the rumor category, that the first figures are going to be Doctor Doom, Wolverine, Iron Man, and MODOK. <laughs> well, I'm in. <laughs> Does this mean I have to sleep for hours in the San Diego Convention Center, probably? We don't know anything about releases. I'm hoping that they go wider release. You know, when you're doing something with a licensee, the licensee has to agree to everything. Like, for example, Lucasfilm has to agree to the crazy exclusive limited numbers for things. So, I don't know. We know that there were hot toys that they only made five of. So, we'll just have to see. Yeah, and Modak, I bet you can better believe is going to be one of the more pricey ones too yeah he'd be pretty large so that is something we will definitely be reporting on i'm just going to say it right now because of 3a's rep i will get the first figure they put out whatever it is and try it out and test it and take it for a spin and if i don't like it i'll ebay it and if i do like it then I will be able to report on it. But everything I've heard about 3A, the word on the street tells me they deserve that kind of faith. Agreed. I've never heard a bad word. And speaking of figure reviews, we have got so much stacked up. I know, Justin, you have some in your studio. We have just boxes upon boxes and bags (laughs) in our studio here of stuff we need to review. So I say we work on some of the backlog. Agreed. So do we want to go in blind first, or do we want to go with something that's more prevalent on the shelves? Let's go with something a little more prevalent. Let's let's wet collector appetites here and look at something a little legendary. <laughs> well, last week we were talking about how these Iron Man Legends figures are starting to show up with all these 
toy aisle resets going on. And I even mentioned that you can get these at Kmart if if you have one in your town. And every place I see them, they're 15 bucks. Toys R Us, Target, Walmart, Kmart, all right at the $15 price point, which is a little, little shocking because a couple of those stores usually jack up the price a little bit, as we know. So if anybody's having a hard time finding these, be patient and don't go running off to eBay just yet because... Arnie was able to get them for a deal a couple weeks back when Toys R Us was having a 40% or buy one, get one half off sale. So All of this Iron Man 3 stuff, I'm just of the opinion. I mentioned last week I haven't been to Kmart in forever, but for some reason they just come to mind. I went to them a lot with Iron Man 2. It seemed like every week they were having a sale on Iron Man 2 stuff, especially around the release of the movie. And that was when I was just starting to get into Marvel. And I got there and I like backlogged all 40 Iron Man 2 figures for four bucks a piece. So I definitely say hold off to the release of the movie. These are going to be everywhere. They're not exclusive. The previous six inch movie figures were all Walmart exclusives. And that really limited your options by being everywhere. These things, you can get a good deal. Yeah. And plus there's only three in this first wave and they ship eight to a case. So there's always more than one in a case. I think it's pretty evenly distributed, too, because every place I've seen them, it's two Iron Patriots, two modular armor Iron Mans, and two classic Iron Man. So It's eight per case, three Iron Patriot, three Heroic Age Iron Man, and two Horned Iron Men. So, yeah, pretty pretty well spaced across the line there. Now, these these are numbered for some reason, at least on the back. There's no numbering on the side. They they cheaped out just a little bit on the packaging. You know how on Legends, when you open them up, you take out that folded piece of paper that says Marvel Legends and it's got a side to it and a bottom. Well, now it's just a flat piece that only shows on the front. Nothing on the side, nothing on the bottom. So no place to put a number. But if you flip it over on the back, they are indeed numbered. So figure number one is Iron Patriot. Now, I love the design of this figure. I always have. They kind of did a six-inch version of it in a cheesy way a long time ago for Iron Man 1 with that Captain America Iron Man repaint. (laughs) Yeah, they did. But that one was all... That was mostly blue with a little bit of red highlights. This one, they actually kind of got the the red and white stripes going on. And it's closer to the Iron Patriot Marvel Universe figure that we got a while back. But this one is mostly the same sculpt and mold as the... Was it Wave 1 that we got that Iron Man with the red and then the variant was blue? I think that was the first wave. Yeah, I think that was. Yep. Well, we're looking at the same exact sculpt here the only difference being the part of this chest that has a star instead of the triangle arc reactor but i think it works really well for iron patriot because some of these lines on the armor look really well done with the white paint going over his upper thighs and the stripes on his abdomen work out really well i think it's a pretty sharp figure and a nice repaint of a mostly existing figure yeah, I think this one has just an awesome paint job to it. I like the brightness of it. I mean, I like the Norman Osborn Iron Patriot. I'm more excited for the movie Iron Patriot. I think they've even taken it to the next level with the metallic paints on the pictures I've seen from the movie. But this one is a great representation. I like the face. I like the straps on the legs and the red stripes and the torso. It really is, of this wave, my favorite figure. I might argue that point as we go down the line, but to me, visually, 
it pops off the shelf a lot quicker than the other ones, and I can see it moving faster than the other ones. But I think it might be my second favorite figure in this wave. Ooh. But the second figure, which is not my favorite, so spoiler alert, you might be able to deduce which one I'm talking about, um, is the classic horned Iron Man, which to me is not all that exciting. And if it didn't have a Build-A-Figure part in it, I probably would have skipped him just because we got this exact Iron Man before and it was in a Toys R Us 2-pack probably like three years ago already. You remember which one I'm talking about where it came with, I think it was Maria Hill. Oh, God, yeah. That was like a bad flashback. That was like... That was like I had a one-night drunken stand with that figure two-pack, and I forgot all about it till you brought it up and showed me some pictures. It's like the hangover two-pack. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I got that in my basement yeah. somewhere. <laughs> yep. And it even had a variant because it came out in stealth armor version, too. And one version was Maria Hill, and one version, I think, was Black Widow, if I remember correctly. And it came with that one at least came with a comic book Tony Stark head. The one we currently are getting now, exact same figure. With two swappable heads, you get the classic horned head and the normal classic Iron Man. And the only difference I'm seeing here is they've added a gold metallic paint where the original was just a yellow plastic. Yeah, if it's a reuse of a sculpt that, I mean, on the one hand, you're talking about a two-pack that's so old that I think most people will have forgotten it. I know I did. A lot of new collectors probably don't have it. For me, this is my least favorite figure of the set, just because I have no affinity for the horned head. At least it comes with the alternate head. But we've talked about the muscular legs, the yellow and red. It's a classic look, but it's... I got into Iron Man with the movie. I never really got the character till the movie came out. I'd read some of the comics, and I was like, ah, he's kind of lame. He's not as cool as Robocop. So... (laughs) (laughs) That's a phrase not uttered very often. (laughs) Well, that was my go-to reference, was trying to understand Iron Man. I went to RoboCop, a guy in a suit, big armored suit. Yeah, RoboCop can't fly, but this guy doesn't have that big gun. And actually, RoboCop (laughs) could fly in the third one, so there. Okay, so I spent a little bit of time dinging the character choice for, you know, my reasons are all the same reasons that you have. You know, not my favorite iteration of the character. But I will hand it to him. This is a very well-articulated figure. I mean, he has articulated wrists that move in and out, all the double-hinged elbows and swivel biceps, torso, ball-hinged neck and everything. So it's well-articulated and it's well-sculpted. To me, it just comes down to not a huge fan of that character choice. Yeah, I'll agree 100%. It's a, it's a good figure. It's just my least favorite. Not even the you know character choice, but uh, just the single outfit choice. Yep. And you're going to need it if you want to build your, your Ironmonger. That's how they get you. That's how they get you every time. And now, moving into contention for my favorite figure of this wave, and I think it might be... Mostly based on the fact that it's completely a 100% new sculpt, which always gets me a little more excited than a cleverly done repaint, is the modular armor Heroic Age Iron Man, which is almost looks like they took the original Marvel Universe figure and blew him up. We say that a lot about their Legends figures, but that's not a bad way to go. I mean, we collect Marvel Universe for a reason. It's the good sculpts, the good paint. And and that was that was one of my favorite Marvel Universe figures a couple years ago when we were talking about our year-end review, I remember being very high on that figure just because of the way that figure 
introduced new articulation into that line of figures. You know, it, it was one of the first figures with those rocker ankles that are starting to become more and more common and the swivel cut thighs and all that stuff. But this Legends figure is so well articulated and it's molded in this really cool kind of swirly iridescent red plastic. It almost looks like candy. It's really, really shiny. Yeah, I, I, I don't see the candy thing, but it certainly catches the light really well. It's got some like almost liquid, soapy, swirly marbleization going on in, in the one that I have anyway. But yeah, I'm really, I'm really into the sculpt. The paint is really neat. The only thing that I think they could have done a little bit better is maybe added a little bit of a accent to the arc reactor. Here it's just, you know, it looks like they blotched some blue in there and left it at that with no glow effect whatsoever. That's kind of a minor nitpick for an otherwise very well done figure. Yeah, all in all, it's a good wave. The only thing that I would ding them for is the fact that they decided to split the Build-A-Figure over six months. Yeah, I really hope that that's an oversight and we start seeing these sooner than that. You know, it's a long time between now and the end of summer to have just three parts of Ironmonger laying around. I might lose them. I'm going to have to get out my Galactus box and put them in there. <laughs> but then you'll definitely lose them. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't feel like a, a fate that he deserves. But once you get these pieces, you know, you get with these three characters, you get the torso and the two legs. You can kind of start to get a sense of the scale that he's going to be when he's finished. And it's a little bit smaller than I think both you and I were hoping for. Yeah, I talked a little bit about that when I saw them all built at Toy Fair. It was a lot smaller than I was expecting. I mean, compared to how the Hot Toys Iron Monger towers over the Hot Toys Iron Man, this is going to be about the same height. Yep. I can almost see doing with this one the same thing I did with the, the movie Iron Monger from the six inch line, which is putting him with the three and three quarter inch figures. Pretty close to the right scale there. But you can already tell that it's a it's a really cool sculpt. And I'm anxious to finish putting them together. <laughs> I agree completely. That is really well done. It, the best part about this is it makes me look forward to how much more of this we have coming this year with the Wolverine line and the other waves of Marvel Legends proper. I mean, I felt like some of the movie six inch figures were kind of cheaping out on some of the recent releases. We complained about not getting a Mark seven Iron Man for Avengers and whatnot, how the Hulk wasn't quite the right scale. All of these little problems here. I mean, these are all comic based figures. They may have been figures they were planning on releasing anyway and just decided to make it an Iron Man themed line. But I'm real happy with the way it's going, especially with adding a build a figure back into the mix. Yeah, and a big Build-A-Figure at that. I, I will grant them not doing full packaging if it helps save a few cents to put towards a full, big, big Build-A-Figure. But now also, going from the biggest of the Iron Man collectibles to the smallest, Marjorie has been like a kid at Christmas with her micro mugs. I have. I'm really excited to open up some of these. She has been asking me since our last recording. She's probably asked me a dozen times. Can I open one yet? 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 Now? 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 Can I? was I? telling her I needed to take some photos for the show. And I'm going to open one. All right. She's opening one. She's tearing into it. She can't take it anymore. the boxes are the same. Do I need pristine boxes? No. You can Good, tear it apart. These don't open well. I'm going to break a nail. These are terrible to open. 
They are hard to open. And the few that I did pick up, I was like, well, I'm going to open this so I can save the pack. Oh, no, that's not going to happen. No, yeah, you can't. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I dropped him. I got Tony. Ah, she got Tony Stark and wife beater. Now, this is my first time seeing one of these hands on. Yeah, the back of the figure is completely flat. Oh, wow. It's almost like he's having some form of brain surgery. And then they imprinted Iron Man Man, on it. Because it's Iron Man. Yeah, but the way they did it, it's iron horizontally, then man vertically. Because it's like they ran out of space. Have you ever been taking a test and you're at the end of the page and you need to squeeze those last few words in so you go vertical? (laughs) <laughs> that looks like what they did here. Now there's 24 total. And we have one. <laughs> and we have one so far. <laughs> the question is, are there chases? Oh, man. What I'm really hoping for is the stealth Iron Man in the set. I got a green one. See? What is he? You got the hammer drone. Oh, that's not exciting. That's kind of cool. He's kind of cool. He looks like he either has an upside down mustache or a smile on his belly. True. <laughs> Do you want to open one? You ha- you're having fun. Disappointing that the bag is not blind also. You like the Mylar can't see through them bags? There's a translucent Tron Iron Man in there, I think. And that's the one I'm personally hoping to get at some point. We got a gold and black one. I don't think he's the Mark 42, because the Mark 42 would be red and black. but he's Or red and gold. But it's like the Mark 42 in black. It may be the Marvel Now armor, actually. The Marvel Now is gold and black, but it's not a comic-accurate representation, shall we say. (laughs) I'm kind of pleased with these. Admittedly, of all the mugs, these are my least favorite. Oh, I got a duplicate. Oh, another Marvel Now Iron Man. (laughs) Out of four packages, already a dupe. Mm -hmm. But they've got a good heft to them for their size. I like the bases. I know that... I think it was you, Justin, or maybe it was Jeff on Facebook mentioned that you didn't like that the bases were just the same color as the figure and didn't just paint the bases black or something. But I'm glad they have bases so these stand. I mean, after my nightmare with those chibis last year, falling all over the place. <laughs> I I still think that the stands weren't completely necessary. I mean, the mugs themselves have a pretty good foothold and they're you know they're not top heavy or anything so i think they could have made it without the stands meanwhile marjorie's trying to open box five still (laughs) these are horrible is there one in particular that you're looking for marjorie actually i really like the whiplash one here you go disappointed hammer drone do you have like a knife see i i thought that the phantom of the iron man would be in box five theater geek joke Uh oh they might have packed these in top to bottom but I had the entire bottom row. Yes, we got the stealth armor one. Ooh, unmasked Iron Man. Yep, Tony Stark Mark IV mask off. So out of 24, we currently have five. I will be starting a trading thread in the forums for anyone looking for Iron Man Marvel now. I did break a nail. Guardsman. FYI. <laughs> Would you like me to open them and give them to you? Oh, no, it's okay. There you go. And now I have a stealth Iron Man for work. I'm going to have to say next time you need to mix up the box a little. They, this is all they had. Oh. I bought them out. It felt like an Iron Man moment. They're overpriced. I must have it. <laughs> Buy it. Store it. A third stealth armor Iron Man. Iron Man. Uh-oh. And now a Mark Six Iron Man. Or Mark Four or Mark... Not Mark Six, because it's the circle. Mark one, Mark Three or Four. 
or the inflation on these is just amazing. You know, they started out big, and now look what we've come to. That one's kind of cool. A third Marvel now, Iron Man. This is really, really disappointing. My my brief flirtation with the hope that 18 boxes would lead to 18 figures has proven <laughs> disastrously wrong. <laughs> Some of these boxes open pretty decently, and some don't. Ah, finally, we have our first non-Iron Man, non-Hammer Drone figure. We have War Machine. Nice. And now you have two? And now I have two War Machines. I'm telling you, here, how these are packed in this box is two by two, possibly even more. So you're going to take, take every other one. So, in fact, they might just be releasing 12 in a wave, and I just got wave one. I'm down to my last box. Any wagers? That's your last box already? You've opened it? Yeah. And it's a third war machine. So, for those doing the math, 18 figures, $3 a figure, 7 unique figures out of 24. And you got the whole bottom row, huh? Yeah. So it might be worthwhile if you see that, that box to grab some from the top and some from the bottom. Or, we don't know, like you said, we don't know if all of them are shipping yet. That could, if you would bought the whole box, you could have ended up with six of certain ones. They could be doing multiple waves, but it looks like out of all of the figures we got, the only ones we got one of were Wife Beater, Tony Stark, and Iron Man Mark Four slash Six. I think four, but I, again, not exactly screen accurate. Now these don't have any rarity or anything, do they? No chase. As far as we know, I mean, again, I, I would currently list any that I don't have as chase having bought 18. And I would <laughs> put War Machine, Marvel Now Iron Man, and Stealth Iron Man in the commons. <laughs> at least common to the box you bought. Now, these I've seen only at Target so far. And, you know, some Targets have them sitting right there with the Iron Man stuff. And some Targets don't have them sitting out and... I almost wonder if they might be sitting out in that little collectible area that has the other blind packaged items that's not near the toys. I just found two more. That would be correct. When I took them out of the box to photograph, I forgot that I had two extra. Well, it's red on the bottom. It's a third unmasked Tony Stark. He no, he is now in my commons classification. <laughs> And the last one, Wife Beater Tony Stark. So is that three of each? No, I have two Hammer Drones, two Wife Beater Tony Starks, and only one Mark IV. And then three of everything else. Well, for more blind package goodness, as that seems to be Marjorie's collecting joy, I also did pick up a few blind packaged fighter pods. Now, I bought a ton of fighter pods. I like the non-blind package ones because you can kind of play the game and go like, ooh, I like the ultimate green goblin. So I'm going to pick up the pack with him and Black Spider-Man. And then I'm going to pick up this other pack that has Nick Fury and things. And I tried to get one of each size. And it's weird because in the six-piece one, there's Spider-Man versus Green Goblin face-off and Spider-Man versus Venom face-off, and each of these boxes have special edition figures. So Spider-Man versus Green Goblin, because with a Spider-Man and a Green Goblin, you can only get in this pack. You could buy a hundred blind packs, and that's it. Yeah, that's what they did with the Star Wars line, too, and it was maddening if you were going to be all in on these. And they then with the same six-piece one, they're randomly packaged, but the six-piece Spider-Man versus Venom has the unique Spider-Man and the unique Venom. So, again, I will be starting a trading thread in the forums because there's no way to not have some duplicates here. <laughs> 
But I got to say, Peter Porker, the Amazing Spider Pig, yeah. and Nick Fury are the two that Freaking I'm really looking cute. for. Oh, I get an open pack? Yeah, you get to open three packs. Ooh! This will be our first time putting our hands on these. I got Lowell Mather. You got the Sandman? Mm-hmm. And I think this is the lizard. Sandman and lizard, yes. He doesn't really look like a lizard. He looks like a giant alligator. Well, it's ultimate lizard. These are really rubbery. I wasn't sure what to expect, but they have a lot of bend in the limbs. They aren't as squishy as a squinky. They're a bit more firm. Hmm. And they have little holes in the bottom, which could be used either for pegs or perhaps pencil toppers. <laughs> Same question we asked about Squinkies years ago. <laughs> hey, you got a Venom. He's a happy little Venom. He is. He, he wags his tail like a dog. And Black Spider-Man. Packaged together, you got the Symbiote Contagion pack. I bet he was a red Spider-Man when he was packaged and he's coming up black. <laughs> yeah, Venom has this weird tongue thing. It kind of looks like one of those dogs that's really probably smart but looks really stupid because his tongue's coming out of the corner of his mouth. Is this Electro? That is Electro. Nice. I have no idea who this guy is. That would be Claw. Okay. He doesn't have a claw. He does have a claw. The little... It does not look like a claw. All like right. a, is it like a grabber? It looks like those of... old person thing where you pick up things when you drop it and you can't bend over. Uh, it looks a little phallic to me with its bulbous head and reservoir yeah. tip. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> He's got that sonic arm thingy going on. So what do you think? Are these worth buying more of? Do you enjoy them? Mm, not necessarily for Spider-Man. If it was the Avengers or X-Men, I'd probably like it. Or just Marvel in general. They've really stretched the Spider-Man line with this, though, by putting in an ultimate Nick Fury, which looks like Sam Jackson, Iron Fist, Juggernaut, Doctor Doom. I mean, there's a lot of different options here, as well as just a ton of weird things like Blue Spider-Man and... Yeah, what's the what's the deal with the toast Spider-Man? Spider-Man sitting in a loaf of bread. Spider toast. Is it spider toast? Yep. <laughs> that one looks kind of cute. Personally, I'm into some of them. You know, I've looked at them quite a few times in the store over the last week or so. And some I dig and some aren't that cool. And I feel like it's partially because they keep changing up their own scale. You know, I know that they try to keep them all under an inch but i feel like you start putting spider-man on on a wave or something and now the spider-man has to be way smaller to fit that extra piece of sculpting on there yeah i i see your point with that because some spider-men look really big like there's one where he's kneeling and that should make him smaller but instead it makes him huge yeah so the it's the height rather than overall figure size that they go for i guess and the other one is in one of the window boxes i got is taskmaster who i know is one of your favorite figures but they just didn't make him very cute, and they tried to put in too much detail, and he just looks poor. See, that was the one that I did see in a pack, and I was almost ready to do it. But you're right. It didn't look all that great. But the trick is, the ones that they do great, like Spider Toast and Spider Ham and this Venom, to me, they balance some of these missteps. So we'll see. I don't see myself buying any more. I certainly picked up enough. I'm going to have some duplicates, and I will be heading to the forums to try to trade. So if you buy blind package chibis or micro mugs or fighter pods, head to our forums, click the link from MarveliciousToys.com and find others where you can just trade one for one and fulfill your collection while helping somebody else out with theirs. 
So that is our show for this week. We still have so much more to talk about. More Iron Man 3 figures, though none as cool as what Justin and I have reviewed here. <laughs> A new wave of Marvel Universe. Oh, yeah. And so much more. All that and more on the next Marvelicious Toys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Marvelicious Toys. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help our show by leaving a positive review for the show on iTunes. There's even more Marvelicious content at our website, MarveliciousToys.com. At the site, you can see pictures of the products we discussed, find checklists for Marvel toys, talk and trade with the Marvelicious forums, and much more. It's all at MarveliciousToys.com. We want to hear your thoughts on Marvel collectibles. You can leave reports of your latest toy finds as well as product reviews on our voicemail at 803-MARVEL-4 or email an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at MarveliciousToys.com. Marvelicious Toys is produced and edited by Artie Carvalho. Marvelicious website design by Jason. Graphic design by Justin. Website photo editing by Jen and Jeff. Podcast enhancement by Andrew, Shane, Daryl, and Barrett. Announcements by Brock. The Marvelicious theme song, Bam Pow Kablam, is composed by Joe Harrison. See more of Joe's work at www.starwarsfanworks.com slash lionsmouth. If you also like Star Wars, Star Wars Collecting is covered weekly at our other podcast, Star Wars Action News, which you can find at swactionnews.com. Marvel Comics and all that the Marvel Multiverse contains are the intellectual property of Marvel Entertainment Incorporated, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company, and no infringement is intended. Marvelicious Toys is a Venganza Media production, copyright 2013, all rights reserved. And no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Venganza Media Incorporated. I saw your poo. I saw your poo. <laughs> In that toy that you ate in the chocolate. <laughs> Marjorie, you want to take that one? I'm just going to keep quiet on this. He, he tried right. to set me up, but I'm better than that. The thing is, I like the teeth on the one with all the heads, but... <laughs> so you like the teeth on the head? Just a little bit or a lot? There's a lot of teeth you, on that head. I'm going to let you guys work this out. <laughs> As we again make Justin uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, continue. Just a friend. Is he straight for sure? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. he's. What, what are you saying? <laughs> oh, yeah. Girls never know when a guy has a crush. Oh, baby, you <laughs> got what I need. <laughs> but you say he's just a friend. But you say he's just a friend. Oh, baby, you. I listen to that song all the time. I love that song. <laughs> Bismarcky. I have that album. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> Ooh, we got the stealth armor one. Yay! <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
I'm sorry. Yes, we got the stealth armor one. A little less Kermit the Frog that time. <laughs> Were you it, waving it, your arms? It was. He was waving his arms <laughs> like Kermit. <laughs> 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 17. I'm still missing one. 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 17. Grr, arg. Wait, they were in the box. 